we can always edit and speak in segments. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> but hi ho it's been a while since we've done this hasn't it it has been a while and i'm so sorry <laughs> honestly uh with my life it's probably been like it's a two-way street to do this thing so but uh i'm just glad that we're still able to do it i guess is uh what i'm gonna say on that note <laughs> yeah definitely Definitely. It's something I feel like um, both of us have been wanting to do for a very, very, very long time. So it's mm -hmm. nice to actually be doing it and still be able to do it somewhat. <laughs> and hey, we have the new format now that works out really well. So we will be doing these live on Fridays. And then mm -hmm. I sit there and I work my magic and edit them on Sunday. It's not that and then um <laughs> and then we post them by monday tuesday tuesday at the latest um, sounds great <laughs> and then uh you know you guys get to hear it either if you, you saw it here live on twitch i put cute little clips of it on youtube uh to give you bite-sized tastes and then we uh, have the whole thing up on anchor.fm and that uploads it to everywhere where you like to listen to podcasts so that's like iTunes, Spotify, everywhere and anything, right? Mm-hmm. Even like uh, the Google Podcasts now too, which is super right, that's fun. That's a thing. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you are a podcast aficionado, which uh, this week was National Podcast Day on uh, Wednesday, I believe it was or Thursday. Oh yeah. And, yeah, I think it was. And that happened. That was a thing. <laughs> So. We should have been streaming on national, I mean, podcasting on national podcast day, really. <laughs> well, I mean, we at least announced that we were coming back. So I feel like, I feel like we did what we should have done. And that we was, did our part. We did our part. We're, we're professionals here. You know, it's not like we have very <laughs> extremely busy schedules with you Luna, moving back to Lunalandia from the islands. So uh. <laughs> Hopefully sooner rather than later. <laughs> yeah, big hope on that. And then me working in um, healthcare in America. So <laughs> everything's on fire and I'm sitting there with my little cup of tea going, this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> but with the uh, pleasantries all knocked out, let's uh, jump into uh, what we are actually going to be getting down with. Uh, we are going to be going over with the new format we're going to quickly touch on certain things and if we're super jazzed about other things we're going to get more into it um this new format's a little bit more bite-sized and digestible for you guys who listen to it that way we can be able to maintain the bi-weekly schedule and still keep relevant with the information but also still you know have fun and not burn ourselves out as content creators so you yep. know with uh, crunch culture in video game industries, you also need to be aware of the crunch culture in content creators. We're doing this out of the the freeness, basically. Like we're free cable TV, and if you guys support us in any way, that's fantastic. But you know, <laughs> there's no like gate. We don't gate you from the content. Basically, is what it is. We offer this for free if you'd like to support great we have different uh, revenues like 
Luna's got all her stuff on her Twitch and her Twitter. I have my stuff on my Twitch and my Twitter as well, too. Those links would be provided with you where you listen to the podcast at. Um, otherwise, it's not an expectation, and we definitely do appreciate your support just by listening and hanging out with us online. 100%, yes. But uh, tonight, we have crafted you a spooky feast for the eyes and ears. We're going to be getting into uh, fun, spooky games. Um, we're going to roughly touch on that, because both me and Luna, we don't like jump scares. No, I really don't like scary horror games. Like, no. very, very no. Much no. <laughs> so we're going to go over our top picks for spooky, or what we're planning to do this favorite month of halloween um and then we're gonna get into the animal crossing update which has been the best thing since sliced bread like it's really good really then, really good and then pokemon has exploded with a lot of fun stuff so we're gonna touch up on a couple mm -hmm. things there and then we're gonna get into our favorite thing which most of you are here for and that's markarth <laughs> best <Sorry>. for last <laughs> the best for last because we're gonna make you wait around <laughs> We're nice like that. We're very considerate people. <laughs> exactly. So Luna, if you want to go ahead and go into your spoopy plans this year. Um, I think, well, last year I played a scary game. I don't even know what it is called anymore. That's how freaked out I've like put that in a little box in my mind and like locked it and tossed it in somewhere. Um, but it really freaked me out last year. So this year, I think I'm going to keep it very light. So we're going to be playing lots of Animal Crossing um, because they've got a spoopy event going on. And also, we were actually talking about playing Skyrim today on stream um, for October because a Skyrim isn't exactly a spoopy or scary game. However, it does have those really scary elements here and there in it and those kind of mysterious, um, almost investigative kind of quests. And I think that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, to do. Also, something that's been blowing up like crazy right now is Among Us. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't really aware what it is, but today somebody explained that it's kind of like um, a chat. I don't know how to explain it. Kind of like a chat game in a, in a way where yeah. someone among us is the killer and we need to find out who it is before they keep on killing more people. So I think that could be kind of fun. Because that doesn't, because it's interacting with other people. So I feel like it might not be as scary. Mm. I don't know. I'm still on the fence there. But um, in terms of spoopy games, I'm probably just going to stick to like um, MMO events that are coming up. Um, Animal Crossing update that's there. Maybe some Skyrim stuff like that. And also um, Fall Guys, <laughs> purely because they have cute costumes for Halloween. <laughs> All very, very valid options. Um, and, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, yeah, Skyrim sounds like it would be a good one. Like, you know, because it's been released so many times. But also because you like you have like vampire quests. You have haunted places with ghosts and Daedra. Yeah, exactly. And the Dark Brotherhood and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so you have a lot of good options in terms of like just fine-tuning and just focusing on spooky things. Like, spooky. Um... <laughs> And then, like, as far as, like, what I was thinking about doing this, um, in terms of cute, obviously we're going to be doing, um, MMO events. There's tons of them. Like, Guild Wars 2 has, in my opinion, 
thematically with the aesthetics they really go ham in it the uh the the halloween event in guild wars 2 is off the chain um Yuzo comes close the witches event is really good like you get like really cool stuff decorating a witch house is cool and the costumes are fun but like they go in guild wars 2 they pick a lot of purple color tones and the jumping puzzle is purple. really fun <laughs> yeah i've heard a lot about um guild wars 2 halloween being really really fun mm -hmm. which i've played guild wars 2 i don't have a max character i didn't play for a very long time but it makes me tempted to jump back in i just i'm already you playing don't need to be max to, to play it though you could just no, play it for true, a couple yeah. hours too so like you the 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 jumping puzzle gets to the point it's kind of like a mini speed run where you're you're jumping to the top to get the prize basically as the tower fills up with this ectoplasma and everything like that so it's really fun oh that sounds fun yeah yeah i like the jumping cute. puzzles on guild wars too they're really good yeah um so there's that and then i was looking at uh the games i already own that are like spoopy or spoopy adjacent and mm -hmm. i had forgotten um my deepest darkest addiction of plants versus zombies oh and my god you know what i only know of that from sims 2 because I... sims 2 had like an update regarding um oh, plants really? versus zombies yeah i am so addicted to plants versus zombies the, the whole genre between pvz the original pvz2 and the guarded warfare games i love those games so much so i have a pvz account on steam i am only two achievements away from 100 percenting the entire steam achievement list so that's going to be one of my halloween goals this year is to knock those last ones out and they're really challenging ones where you have to like break these vases in certain combinations as you face hordes and hordes of zombies it's a puzzle game style yeah, that sounds really cool it's i really like that <laughs> so i'm doing that and i think that between the the mmo and the animal crossing update i think i'll have my hands full <laughs> definitely yeah <laughs> and then let's get into the animal crossing update let's go over some highlights other than like the fact that i can finally look like my avatar that i draw <laughs> in game because they release demon horns so i'm glad so there's a lot of new things coming out um as you know this is my very first time playing animal crossing like i haven't played any of the previous ones so i didn't really know what to expect um but there's i, I watched a long video today because i haven't actually played it i'm oh, gonna no. be playing it on stream tomorrow i think so i want to on saturday for anybody watching this later um but yeah um there's a lot of like we get um pumpkins that we can um plant mm -hmm. and there's i think three or four different colors and we're gonna need to collect the different colors to change the color of the decorations there's gonna be new nook items which are also gonna be craftable and yeah. i find that really cool i find it really cool that we're gonna be able to actually craft the nook items once we buy them so we won't be able to get them from like the nook catalog like we usually can furniture but we will be able to craft them and they'll require pumpkins obviously i'm excited about that and then of course they have like the cosmetics they're adding they're adding like skin so many cosmetics skin costumes hairstyles yeah. 
this is all for free guys like you don't see a lot of games doing that with this amount of attention to detail and this amount of love for their fan base like it is i'm really impressed they they really it's went really out cool, yeah and then of course yeah. there's gonna be the candy once a day so because i'm a filthy time traveler when i finally jump <laughs> into it um I, I looked at it and i downloaded it uh yesterday so um I'm only at least one day behind by not going in today. You buy a piece of candy a day and Jack himself recommends to hoard and stock up your candy for when he comes. You get a little note from him. He's adorable. He's been in the previous games before. So, but you could either eat it or give it to somebody else. Uh, I recommend hoarding up as much as possible because you can only one buy one piece a day. The pumpkin mm -hmm. starts, you can get as much as you want though. So you can yep. you can straight jump into that. And you... pumpkin starts a uh, very big important point on that. You can actually get them from either Nook's Crannies. However, they are half priced if you get them from Leaf. Mm -hmm. So if you're lucky enough to have Leaf on your island, be sure to be taking advantage of those price cuts. Yep. I'm very excited for it. Um, the costumes, everything. Uh, the only thing that I found kind of um, funny, odd, I don't know, is that people in the Southern Hemisphere now have like the cherry blossom trees and Halloween <laughs> event at the same time. Sweet summer <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> I don't know. I find that very amusing. But hey, I actually saw someone showing off their island with the cherry trees and like fully decked out in Halloween. Um, it looks interesting. <laughs> I'm kind of envious of the aesthetic because think about what their Christmas is gonna be like. That it's is gonna be like summer. Like yeah, summer. Oh my god. So when I was fireworks. little, I always... Oh my god. When I was little, I always imagined um, having Christmas and summer. It's so weird, but I always wanted to have Christmas and summer. And then we moved to an island, so it kind of worked. Yeah. <laughs> it, and it, and I live in Florida, and I, I grew up in Florida. Um, being military, it's hard to say where I grew up in, but like we did at least eight years of my youth in Florida, so I'm going to say I grew up in Florida and then moved around. But uh, we always had like the, the red and the red and green Christmas. We never had a white Christmas. The one time we had a white Christmas, it snowed for like five minutes when we lived in Kansas. It actually snowed more in January in Kansas when we were there. And then I had snowfall on Christmas day when I was in New York one time and that's about oh, it. Oh, that's so nice. I know, it was so fun. It was snowing, we were doing um, Christmas Day shopping and all of a sudden the snow started falling down when we were waiting outside the store. I was like, this is magical. <laughs> Snowfall on Christmas Day is so rare. I don't know. I, I, I've spent a lot of my time during Christmas in snow and I have very rarely seen actual snowfall on Christmas Day. <laughs> I like, like for me, I don't want to live with snow all, all the time. I love visiting it though, because the chores and the car maintenance sucks. Yeah, I like, I like seasons. I like being able to like actually experience like mm -hmm. the leaves falling and it getting colder and the icy mornings and stuff. I like that kind of thing. I like that too. And that's why being in Florida sucks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's like, um, I think we have white pumpkins, yellow pumpkins, orange, and green pumpkins. I think those are the four different colors. Um, 
And oh my god, some of the things look so cute! Some of the new pumpkin items are so adorable, and I love that you can change colors. Like, there's, um, this little, um, kind of trigger treat basket where it's full of candy, candy basket, I guess. Uh -huh. It's in a pumpkin, and the pumpkin is like, depending on the color, it changes its expression. So the yellow pumpkin has like a smile and it has like a pink kind of tablecloth underneath it or something. It's so cute. I love it. Let's see. Here's the DYIs that we have confirmed. Arch, candy set, stacks of pumpkins, pumpkin scarecrow, pumpkin lantern, pumpkin fence, pumpkin stool, and pumpkin jack-o'-lanterns. Honestly probably gonna make like a haunted corner and make like uh an abandoned villager with a haunted house and probably keep it up oh, all year long lucky and would be so good mm -hmm. lucky would be so good in that house i think also yeah. remember you can get up to three different diy um recipes a day one morning afternoon and one at night from your villagers yep so be sure so. to always be checking on your villagers. If you're a filthy time traveler, which we support that because I'm a backwards time traveler, <laughs> um, then definitely make sure, you know, you change your times three times throughout the uh, the session of your game day. So yes. and, and check your mail. There yep. might be something in there. Spoopy <laughs> mail. <laughs> also, be kind. Let's promote a better Animal Crossing um, community. If you have leaf on your island, let your friends know so that we can come by and pick up pumpkin seeds. Yeah, definitely. The savings is really worth sharing with your friends with these pumpkin starters because you want to buy as many as you can to craft all the fun. So I'm just after all the fashion. I need that fashion in my life. We we need it. And then you Some can of combine the it. Look so cute. The pumpkins plus once we start getting mushrooms is going to be super cute. The mushrooms glow, right? Like perma glow. Some there's some DIYs, yeah, for those who have already time traveled ahead. So there's really cute fall designs with the mushroom stuff, and those are really hard to, to get with like the pine cones and the mushrooms and all that other stuff. But it's going to be fun. It's a good grind, and it's a good relaxing like way to just fall back into. I think the Halloween update was really the update that needed to get me back into playing the game cuz like the swimming is cool. I like a good collectathon, but I don't like spending 6 hours. See, the swimming to me, it kind of lost its um novelty really quick because cute being able to like dive into the ocean and have it swim around. That, that that's all cute and stuff. But it just felt like another area where I needed to grind, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, I'm okay. I don't even swim anymore. Like, I just, it's there. Don't use it. Some I was, when it first announced swimming, I thought we were going to get like cute bikinis and stuff. And we don't even, yeah. I don't know, none of that. It's kind of disappointing. Like, I'm not totally disappointed in it because, like, it has offered some natural aesthetics that my island have, has been missing. It is an island, mm -hmm. so there's a lot of beach real estate and beach feel. So, like, getting, like, different kinds of, like, ways to decorate the island with, like, the seaweed and stuff like that is a great way to add, like, clutter that doesn't count against your island score. So that's been really nice. Um, jellyfish pets, just saying. That's cute. So there's, there's been some good perks, but at, overall it was a kind of like, uh, I give it a 6 out of 10 in terms of like how much I love that update. 
Yeah, it was also very underwhelming. Like, um, you can place the sea bead as a kind of furnishing item, right? Mm -hmm. But then you get a starfish, and you can't do the same thing. Was, exactly. I don't know. I wanted a cute little starfish on my beach. I would even wager to say if they gave us an option to DIY a starfish, that would sure. be cute. Um, sure. That would be nice. Maybe, like, collect three starfish, sun-dry them, and cry as you murder them to make your decoration. I don't know. <laughs> Or some sand dollars. Why you make it horrible? Jeez. I mean, it's a living animal. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, yeah, it is. You could cut off, like, one of its arms so it can go regrow into another starfish at least then or something. You know, they're weird like that. That's the true oh message of Halloween. Starfish are the true horror phenomenons that exist out there. You cut them <laughs> and they grow into more. There you go. Be afraid of starfish, not pumpkins. <laughs> Then that, and then starfish that poses, are coming <laughs> how do starfish ghosts work if you cut the starfish and it dies does that mean there's two starfish ghosts oh dear <laughs> they can have i guess so right potentially up to eight starfish ghosts oh my goodness or more maybe even more but what if you then cut off the new starfish that will so would that create more ghosts never ending starfish ghosts that <laughs> sounds terrifying yeah, no, big An pass. army of starfish ghosts. <laughs> and then, now Pokemon. Speaking of terrifying things that grow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this update. I mean, I yes. really like the beach one. I'm actually, I still haven't finished it. I still haven't finished it. I'm terrible, I know, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm really excited. We're finally going to the snowy area, and there's lots... Ooh. Can oh, we got dogs? the dog. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. With the magic of editing, you will not know unless you listen to the Twitch video while it's still up. Doggles! Doggles! Um, but, yeah. So, I'm very, very excited for the new Pokemon because we're finally getting to a snowy area and lots of Pokemon are coming back. Such legendaries. Leg all, I think all the legendaries are coming back? Mostly. We're still missing... Well... Yeah, legendaries, yes. Mythics, no. Yeah, exactly. Legendaries, yes. Mythics, no. So far, at least. And also, we're getting new, like, Galarian Articuno and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And Which I'm very amazing. excited for that. And yeah. a new Ridgie. An electric Ridgie. Yeah. Um, Who's adorable. What are they called? There's a Reggie Eleki and Reggie Drago. The Aleki looks very cute. The Drago looks... It reminds me of... Um, the the dungeon monster game that the same creator that did Dragon Ball Z did art for. I can't think of it. Anyway. No idea what you're talking about. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Or, you, know what, you know what it really reminds me of? Bomberman. He looks like a little Bomberman with a dragon face. <laughs> That's what it looks like, or like a, a I know, Kirby I've character. I've never been a big fan of the Reggie Pokemon. The only one I liked was the crystallized one. That one was kind of cool. The crystal one's cute. I think the electric one is cute this go around. Um, but yeah, I'm not a big Reggie fan either. I like their concepts, <laughs> but I don't like. I'm I personally don't use legendaries at all unless I'm doing Neither like do a I. solo gameplay. I mostly just use um my favorites especially in pvp because i think there were a few um legendaries i used 
uh, before. That's Manaphy. Oh, yeah. I used Manaphy before and Victini. I think those are the only two legendaries I really used um, kind of semi-permanently in my party in I those think, games. I think Palkia and Siskanine were my, uh, once I got them, I loved them so much kind of legendaries as well. Mm -hmm. But that's about it. Like, I like the box art legendaries. They're cute. Uh, Zakania is really cool because they're one of very few legendaries that actually have given pronouns. Like, all of the legendaries... The, here's an issue that we can get to that's down a rabbit hole about gender. Most of the mm. legendaries are perceived male as default style. Mm -hmm. um, but Zykania actually has, like, um, flavor text. If you look at... Um, Zanesha, or I can't pronounce his name. The other Pokemon, it says that they're siblings and that she's the sister. So we get a oh, confirmation cool. that she's actually a girl. So that's, that's really cool. cool. Whereas like, like people are like, oh, Mew's a girl, or is Mew a little boy? You know, like, like, like they they keep going ambiguous between the anime and mm -hmm. the mangaka and everything like that. So, but that's a whole another rant for later. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh. Another thing that we're going to see coming back are fossil Pokemon. Oh, yes. Very excited. Uh-huh. Are you going to be running a fossil? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'm still thinking about it. There's a few fossils I find cute. Like Kabuto? Like, no, I like Ammonite and stuff like that. And I like, I forgot what its name is. The dinosaur one, like the blue. Oh, the Aura? Auroras yeah. or something? Yeah, that one. That one's cute. Yeah, he's adorbs. And it's like an ice rock, so... Mm-hmm. Super really cute. cute. Little, little sails on his back. Um, so, a Pokemon Crown Tundra is actually coming out on November 22nd. However, what Pokemon has released right now is you can get special Pikachu with Ash's hat on it, like the different Ash mm -hmm. hats. And you can get that by going to the pokemon website just pokemon.com it will be right there big picture and there's already three different codes right now yep. for the og cap the partner cap and the hoenn cap are out as of right now and they are super adorable so you cute can play with them in your galar game they don't evolve don't try to evolve them don't the, the hats are too cute so why would you the poor hat <laughs> i know right and then, I never thought I would hear those words. The poor hat. The oh poor hat. <laughs> Let's see. And then also, uh, side on, it was Niatic's uh, birthday. So Pokemon Go is actually hosting a whole bunch of birthday stuff to hang out. Oh, really? So, That's cool. Yeah. By the time this podcast is put up on uh, Anchor, it, it will still be kind of winding down. But you can mm -hmm. log into Pokemon Go. There's a login quest uh that you can do and have fun with that there's like i caught a crow gunk today with a backwards black hat that was adorable that's um, cool there's a free backpack that looks like versace for pokemon it's called like <laughs> camp it's like camp camp style or something <laughs> uh shiny skitty is gonna be out and about so there's some good stuff oh my going goodness on. skitty i remember farming for that thing it was such a hard thing to get Back yeah. in like where was it when it when did Skitty come out? Um, Silver oh, Gold. Was it? So, yeah, I thought so, it was. Wasn't it Sapphire? Ruby. Oh, I think it's something else. I, I have it to might be thinking of a different one. They always have a cute cat in every. Yeah, it's a cat. It's a cat one. It's a cute cat, the pink and yellow cat. Yeah. 
Um, mm -hmm. Another thing, talking about Pokemon Go, actually, um, Pokemon Go is, well, Pokemon Home is going to get a new update um, where you're going to be able to transfer Pokemon from Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home and then to Pokemon Sword and Shield. And also, there's a kind of mystery box that you'll get to open on Pokemon Go once you've done that once that will um, include a Mel Metal. And once you've done that, you'll also be able to open one in Pokemon Home. And that one, you'll be able to transfer to your Pokemon Sword or Shield, and it will have a special Dynamax version of it. And what's cool about that is you can technically, if you want to get ahead of the game on your Mel Meadow Mel grind to have the uh, Dex entry in your Pokemon Go, um, you can, if you have Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee, you can start that right now. Once a day, if you transfer a Pokemon, uh, you can activate the box and be able to uh, catch Mel Metal for up to an hour. Pop an incense, you'll see a Mel Metal pop every time with you. And you can start collecting the candy that you need to evolve it into Metamel. But with the update, it's going to be easier to get that. And you'll also get the Dynamax version. So it just depends on what game you want to invest in. It gives you more options. And not everybody has Let's Go. Not everybody has um, Sword and Shield. And not everybody plays Pokemon Go. But at least they're starting to make it so that you can unify your mm -hmm. games. Unify your banking, essentially, with your inventory. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like, if you have Let's Go and Pokemon Go and on Community Day catch a hundred of the same Pokemon, play the mini game in uh, the Safari Zone. It is fun seeing a hundred Pokemon that you heard around and play with, so. Oh my god, I can imagine that. That would be so much fun. I'm going to be doing it with a Magikarp here on stream in the coming future. <laughs> so that because I have so many Magikarp and I got like so many useless shinies too. like I don't like evolving shiny Magikarp because the golden boy looks way cuter than the red Gyarados. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Um, another thing um, that we're getting. So they did say that in Crown Tundra, um, Pokemon will continue to follow you like they did in the other one. However, you said last time that that didn't really work too well. I wonder no. if they're going to do an update to that or if they're going to keep it as is. I don't know. The AI isn't super good on it. Like if it's a large Pokemon, it'll wait for you to run ahead, but then it moves really slowly. And then by the time, unless you stop moving, it'll walk towards you. But if you walk so far away, it just teleports directly behind just you. Lip stare. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. And it's not smart like how it is in Let's Go Pikachu, whereas if you turned around and wanted to go somewhere else, they they are solid objects. Whereas in Let's Go, you clip through them and they go into the Pokeball and then pop out behind you instantly. So you don't yep. have any range of motion blocking you. Um, I realize they're two separate engines, but they could have kept it consistent. They could have done it better. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I feel like once they've done something, they know how to do that, and I don't. I've never understood why they can't just do that again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but here we are. Maybe they're they're working on it. Who knows? I don't like the fact that they're a solid object, so it makes me not want to have large Pokemon out with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and even with the small Pokemon, they'll still wait for you to be X amount of distance away from you to trail behind you. God forbid you're on a bike then you definitely don't get to enjoy them. Oh boy. Because they, they don't run any faster than basic walks, 
the run speed. They don't go faster That's than that. That's so silly. I hope they do an update to that and they fix that. Um, yeah. The other thing that we're getting are Dynamax Adventures. Yes. That's going to so, be awesome. I wasn't very into Dynamax at all. However, um, the past two days, I've been kind of trying to grind out my perfect water team. <laughs> and it's been a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> it's and, relaxing. Uh, I was literally um, doing stream maintenance updates while just like running in circles with one hand and then clicking a button once an egg hatches and running in circles again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is way like it depends on like how you want to relax because like you could do it that way. Right. But then you have to level the Pokemon. Um, the way I do it, like, sometimes I want to hatch for shinies. Other times yeah. I'm just like, just give me perfect stats. I'll go find mm -hmm. a den and I'll look at the den list and be like, okay, I need this Pokemon. They're in this den. And then I'll just reset my game and reset the date and time um, till I get the den I want. And that way I am guaranteed a four oh. or five perfect. So oh, no breeding I see, required. See, I didn't know that you could do that. Um... Mm -hmm. What I did yesterday um, is I, I just hung out the wild area. Like if I wanted a Krabby, I would just wait until a kind of um, glowy Krabby would come up um, because those have better stats, right? Yeah. So that's how I, like I got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry. That's how I got like an amazing stat Krabby yesterday and also an amazing stat. I actually managed to get my amazing stat EV through hatching tirelessly, pain painfully. Okay. <laughs> And what's great and is got... once you start building up these breeders for yourself, it makes it easier to breed more projects. Yeah, exactly. And also, I got a... I, that's that's the thing with the... Um, oh, man, I just forgot the name. The holes. The dens. <laughs> the dens, yeah. The dynamics. <laughs> um, but um, through that, yesterday, I actually managed to get a Starmie and a um ditto so i'm now able to basically do whatever i want because everything's just amazing stats at least um but yeah i've been getting a lot into those and i've only just discovered this is so silly of me but as long as you're connected to the internet and stuff you can actually join dens mm -hmm. from from in there like you can join in other people's dens if you have the nintendo yeah online feature but yes you can do that it can be a little <laughs> frustrating because of how laggy the nintendo server is because it'll be like oh yeah. this is full or something but you know it's something to do in between egg hatching at least mm -hmm. to break up the, exactly. the grind um so that's fun i remember when we first got into me and code got into pokemon pokemon sword and shield the first time and we were getting towards the end game developing like perfect stat pokemon he uh, went the sweaty route and found the ditto dens and would reset them till he got like a four or better ditto and would catch that ditto and then Damn. so we have a base four stat ditto that we can work with and then breed it into different projects and then he made like he has like a perfect uh honage now like he breeds for perfects where i just breed for perfect for the build which means i don't mind if it's a five off kind of thing I'll, I'll be like okay they're a physical sweeper they don't need perfect special attack i'll be fine <laughs> you know <laughs> um or yeah. sometimes i'll be like i want to make this a mad flex i'm gonna hatch for shiny so like four out of my six bugs are shiny now 
for my team. Oh, wow. I have zero shinies. I would love a shiny Vaporeon. They're so cute. And it and the the best way to grind for shiny is the Masuda method, which is you breed a one country with another country to get really to increase the chance rate. Correct. So I have That's all these so interesting. I have all these Japanese breeder males that I can breed with the females that I want, so that I can increase the odds. That's how I got all my shinies that way. So. I, I got oh, them from wonder trading. No Most people wonder trade their breed offs, so you're guaranteed to get really high stat Pokemon by doing wonder trade anyways. So Yeah, I've gotten a, a couple of really high stat through that. It's really cool. Yeah, so Masuda method is still confirmed to be working. It was something from the older games, and people always go and jump in and they test it to see if the Masuda method is still working. And it always is. I don't think they'll ever get rid of it. So it's a great way to try to increase your odds to get shiny. And it's definitely better than going full odds in dens or in the wild. I do highly recommend waiting to make sure you have shiny charm before jumping into Masuda method. And of course, let's go, po uh, let's go, P Pikachu, let's go, Eevee has really good shiny chaining. So if any of the shinies you want are from the those games, it's way easier to shiny chain that. And then Pokemon Go has the highest shiny rate in any other Pokemon game. That's why it's so e much easier to get shinies in Pokemon Go than base games. And I've still never caught a shiny in Pokemon Go. <laughs> <laughs> I have like zilch RNG. It's just like, that's out the window. That's gone. Never to return ever again. <laughs> then just, uh, you know, I think Masuda method might be better for you then, especially if you already Probably. like hatching eggs. So get you some uh, some foreign boys with your cute mm. girls. So. Um. But yeah, back to the Dynamax adventure. It looks really interesting. It, it seems does. like you go, you connect together with your friends. Obviously, that means you'll need to have the subscription again to the Pokemon Online thingy. Um. But it seems like you go together with your, with your friends, and it's kind of this cave-like thing. There's different paths. And on the trailer, we saw like some berries and there was some nurses and then there were some trainers. So I don't know if we're going to in between of kind of like finding our way to different Dynamax spots. We're going to be able to um, um, battle different people. And if we're going to be able to get lots of berries because they weren't just like one berry lying around. They looked like berry clusters. And so there's usually, I think it looked like there's like four different paths. That you can go i don't know if they're all connected but there's four different paths and each of them usually have like smaller dynamax clouds and once you get to the end there's a big dynamax cloud and that has the chance of being a legendary so we are getting the like galarian articuno and stuff like that but we can also still get the base the normal the original ones as well mm. which i think is really really cool yeah that's true. Uh, and I'm really excited about that because like, okay, so not going to lie, Articuno has always been my favorite out of the legendary birds. For me, it was always Articuno and Zapdos. I never really liked Moltres, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Moltres looks kind of... Mm, I don't know what's going mm -hmm. on with her. Uh, Galarian um, Moltres, though. We can talk. She went goth. So I like the goth chicken. Very, very, very goth. So that Galarian... was fun. Galarian Zapdos looks like a chocobo. Yeah. We like an talk. angry chocobo. 
we can talk with in about any of the Galarian birds, and they're fine. Even the Moltres looks good. So, not mad about that at all. The Articuna is interesting. It doesn't resonate cold or icy as much as I was expecting. It went like hipster, like with the color palette. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Uh, I, I like the colors. I do like the purple and the blue on it. Like, I think they go really well together. But it definitely looks... It doesn't look icy like like what you said, like what I was expecting. It's like Instagram filter. <laughs> icy, like, look at my winter setup. And I'm going to drink PBR. <laughs> it does. It, it has like a mask, like a super a superhero kind of mask on it as well. Kind of funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like if you watched Umbrella Academy, that's exactly the kind of mask that it looks like. It um, would be interesting to see what the lore is on them. So I can't wait to jump into that. I can't wait. I think it's gonna be really cool. I'm trying to get Fonzie into Pokemon now. I'm like, this is a perfect opportunity. Get into it. And then we can do Crown Tundra together. It's gonna be great. Icy adventure with legendaries. Yes, and he's kind of like semi, um, semi into it. And there's um, talking about um, the legendary Pokemon, the legendary bird po Pokemon. So it's gonna be all icy and snowy for the main part, but there does seem to be one area that's not gonna have any snow. And there's a big tree, which in other YouTube videos they called it the big bird tree. And everybody's thinking that that's where you're going to be able to catch the Galarian um, legendary birds. Like a big tree with red flowers. It sounds... Yeah, hopefully that's what what's there then. So... Because that would be cool. Yep. That would be cool. You know what I really want back in Pokemon? Diving. I really, really want to be able to dive again in Pokemon. <sighs> that was so much fun. Oh my god. And base building. Making secret yes. bases was the best. I love that. But I do appreciate that the older games have like super unique um, mini games to them. I just uh -huh. feel like Sorting Shield's lacking that right now. They they have like, I feel like the next generation on the Switch is going to be a better, but I feel like they're also going to invest more DLC into this. We're going to have two more DLCs lined up for it and that will finish the decks off so that we'll have a complete living decks and then they'll probably be working on the next generation Pokemon after those DLCs are finished. If they're not already separated the team to work on it already by now. So. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah, because they're not going to need too many people working on DLC because everything's already been rendered and sounds mm -hmm. already been done. So that's, you know, a big chunk of your team there already. So all they just need is people to either render or use assets and develop new environment with existing assets maybe a couple of new assets maybe a new mythic pokemon thrown in there and that's about it so yeah oh um sorry i was just looking at something i had open <laughs> glad <laughs> i kept it open um also there's gonna be a special purchase bonus for um this new crown tundra so it says here on the pokemon website if you purchase the Pokemon Sword and Shield Expansion Pass or Pokemon Shield plus Pokemon Shield Expansion Bundle, you'll be able to receive 100 Pokeballs as a special purchase bonus to help add Pokemon to your teams as you adventure through the Galar region. 
To claim your 100 Pokeballs, you'll need to enter a special code. You can do this by accessing the X menu and selecting Mystery Gift and da da da, da. And you will also receive codes for the Pikachu uniform and the Eevee uniform Ooh. that were previously offered as a special purchase bonuses for purchasing the base game and corresponding expansion pass separately. Ooh. Yeah. That's cute. So, yeah, they look super cute. So you get... Basically, with this thing, you're getting Pikachus, you're getting Ash Hat Pikachus, you're getting Pikachu and Eevee uniforms, and 100 Pokeballs. Pretty awesome in-game perks that aren't necessarily yep. ground-breaking, they're just ground-parking. So, yeah. It's, it's really easy to get Pokeballs, especially if you sit there grind dens. Super easy. Oh, yeah. And I so mean, normal easy. Pokeballs don't really mean that much. That's I barely ever use them. I usually use Ultra Balls or Dive Balls because I'm catching water Pokemon at the moment, but yeah. <laughs> I have everything in Quick Balls. And speaking of Pokeballs, I was really disappointed with the uh, recycling system that came out with uh, Isle of Shield. I thought they were going to release like a ball crafting system and I was going to be able to recustomize my Pokemon's Pokeballs because I have so many of them in Quick Balls. And I'm like, they're not cute. I want to put something in a Love Ball. Or a heel ball. That's cute. The or moon balls are super cute too. And you only get one. You only get one. Oh, I know. I know. You... What the heck's up with that? I mean, you can go to the Isle of Armor and try your luck with the RNG machine and try to make one, but good luck. <laughs> so you know, I really liked how they did it back in Pokemon Silver and Gold, where with the you had yeah, with the acorns, you have to collect the different ones and then bring them to this dude and then he made these pokeballs for you that's how that's how all these like different pokeballs originally like initially started yep. out and now you can just get them but yep. it was so cute with how that you had to get them made and stuff i i love that system i would do I, I would love to have that back but yeah we'll see like i said i feel like they'll either make it like a watt spy or they're gonna I, like, this generation is mostly just developing assets and getting paid for it, it feels like. Mm -hmm. It's not bad, because like the the Dynamax Den Adventures kind of reminds me of something they had in Sun and Moon, where you can go mm -hmm. into a den and get a rare Pokemon, only they made it multiplayer. So that's not bad. Like None of this is bad features. It's going to be fun features to play, and it's going to be a great way to complete your living decks. Um, what I'm disappointed in is that nothing feels unique to the game. The aesthetics are unique. We can't deny that. But and the Pokemon that they've released were unique, but there's not any of like that funness, like you know, like that each of the games have that are like yeah. mini games. Um, yeah, definitely. We were talking about it on stream a little today, and I was saying I would really love them to make um, remake the Pokemon Silver and Gold series, mm -hmm. but with what we have now, like with seeing the Pokemon in the wild, you know, with the 3D-ness of it, mm -hmm. I think it could be so really, really cool. And like going, oh my god, oh, I get chills thinking about it. I would, I would love something like that. And I don't think it's not possible that we'd ever get something like that. I know we got a remake heart gold and soul silver yeah back on the ds but you can't really compare that with the technology that we have right now with the switch 
based off of their re-release and remasters of games, were due for a Diamond Pearl on a mm -hmm. Ruby Sapphire, to be honest. I would no, love no, a Ruby no, Sapphire. No, they already did do Ruby Sapphire. They did an Omega Ruby and Omega Sapphire. Oh, right. Yeah, they did. I completely And that was actually really good. Yeah. So, uh, so the only thing we're really do is like the Diamond Pearl. Because everything else has been remastered or re-released on a virtual um, purchase. Like they re-released Crystal uh, in Japan for the Nintendo eShop for the uh, the 3DS. So, yeah. Hi. So hypothetically speaking, everything but that generation has been brought forward. And that means that people collecting the mythics out of those are able to bring it forward easier by going through Pokemon Bank than Pokemon uh, game and then from the Pokemon game into Pokemon home <laughs> and when I say game I mean either Sun and Moon or X and Y so <laughs> and then going into Pokemon bank into the home and then from the home then it's there forever and hopefully they don't add any more banking systems other than upgrading and maintaining home because it's a pain in the butt <laughs> I haven't even tried it <laughs> uh, don't worry about it if you don't if you don't want to transfer your babies up don't worry about it Start fresh. Be smart. Beat the system. Don't pay the uh, subscriptions. <laughs> I mean, you have to pay the subscription anyways if you want to use any of the online services on Pokemon. But that goes po for like surprise trade and everything. Pokemon, yeah, the Pokemon Home subscription is like what, like ten bucks for a whole year. So it's not bad, no. No, it's like fifteen bucks for a whole year. That's what it is. Fifteen bucks yeah. for a whole year. I, I paid it. I was just like, screw it, whatever, let's go. But like. You have to have that on top of the Nintendo, um, the Nintendo Switch Pass, which let me tell you guys, if you have you and 12 of your friends buy the family plan, it's way cheaper to get the family plan and invite your friends on it than it is just to buy two subscriptions because two subscriptions equals one family plan. Just saying. <laughs> That's crazy. Isn't it? It's stupid crazy. Like they really want your money. So, but there's too many subscriptions out right now for everything and anything. It's like subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Nickel and dime, only five bucks for this channel. Like you can get like the MSNBC, the Freeform channel, like all these little like instead of having the cable packages, but you get all the other stuff you don't want with the cable package. So it's like, and then like Netflix is posting garbage every five seconds. That's like super problematic. Let's not talk about that. But like they keep canceling things after the second or third season. So you can't really dive into it. And then Crunchyroll has sus origins with not paying people that do translation service. So, you know, there's no ethical consumption of post-capitalist society. <laughs> well. Just pirate everything, guys. <laughs> That's the only way. That is literally the only way. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that covers all the Pokemon things, right? Do you, can you think of anything else? Nope. Sorry. Oh, Luna's getting attacked. No, I just attacked my mic. I'm sorry. Okay. So it was <laughs> I actually... took notes. And then now and... we have the best topic. My card! So you're actually uh, ESO stream team. So this is more your wheelhouse because I've been kind of like looking on the sidelines and when they had ESO live, I'm like, well, I'm at work. I'll take the cliff notes. Honestly, we don't know more than you guys specifically. Like we don't get to know what they release before they, they, they release. 
um, it's more for like a direct line. If anything goes wrong, we can be like, hey, guys, you know, he might want to fix this. Um, <laughs> True. But um, in terms of like us knowing more about something that's coming out or knowing it beforehand, no, nah, that's not a thing. Um, but I am very excited about the Marcus. They're bringing, I don't know what I'm excited about more. I don't know if I'm excited about the new story DLC. Or if I'm more excited about the life improvements that we're getting. Like, the sticker book where we get to oh, God, save yes. all our armor to. Holy wow. I'm so excited for that. It's gonna... I have so much... So I furnish a lot. So you may or may not know. And the majority of my inventory is just furniture. And now that I get to have a sticker book, I get to clear my inventory... From all the armors and, and other sets and stuff. And I get to have space for more furniture. <laughs> That's essentially what's going to happen. It's just going to fill out all up with furniture. I'm excited about being able to collect armor and then being able to, like, make it with uh, geodes. That's mm -hmm. really, really exciting. And the fact that it'll be cheaper the more you collect. And yeah. I have Pokemon Syndrome, so I got to fill up my Pokedex. I mean, my <laughs> sticker book. <laughs> oh, there's that. My sticker decks. <laughs> My sticker decks. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very excited for it. It's I think ori originally the first one that you get is gonna be like 75 gems. We'll go down all the way to 25 gems, which I think is really great. And also, you're gonna be able to craft those at any time. Once they're collected, you're gonna be able to craft them. Um, you will still need like the upgrade materials or the style materials that you want. However, if you once one day decide, hey, actually this armor set is now not so good anymore. There's a newer, better one out. You can just decon that and you will get exactly everything, including the transportation geodes back. Whoa. Which I think I is really, really cool. I didn't know you yeah. get the geodes back. You get everything back. They what? showed it on the live stream, I think. Oh my god, live reaction here, delayed, last week geek. <laughs> We're living up to the name here, guys. <laughs> now, the new arena. I'm trying not to spoil it because I actually want to go in like kind of blind-ish to do this. Uh, looks phenomenal from what little clips in here. The it fact does. that it's a skin is good. I like the concept with it being like Reachmen and you're doing some sort of ritual for them or whatever. Yeah, definitely. And I really like how it doesn't feel very arena-like, like in the sense that um, Maelstrom, you know, mm -hmm. you do that and you definitely know that you're in arena. It's got, it's kind of got a round circle-ish format and you go from one room to the next and stuff. And But this one feels more like a big solo dungeon and yeah. i love that i hope this encourages them to do more solo content to be honest yeah um, same it's bringing a lot of people back and they're like oh snap people like solo content guess we gotta start <laughs> doing that a little bit more often like it would be nice to see it like even if it was like every two cycles like mm -hmm. instead of like how they do like dungeons twice a year they could do it like the fourth go around could be a solo yeah. thing because they already released the quests, which are essentially solo. But, mm -hmm. you know, they're kind of like cotton candy. It's nice. It's fun. You can digest it. And also with this new one, I think there's a lot of really cool rewards in it. Like there's skins. Mm -hmm. There's um, a mythic item that you can get from it, which is going to be absolutely mm -hmm. fantastic for PvP. 
Like, it could be oh fantastic for PVE. Like, yeah, dang. solo content. It's gonna be fantastic for solo content. You're gonna no be running. there and you're gonna I can't see run. heals. I don't, I don't need vigor. I won't need crit surge on my Sork anymore, especially if they keep the mount that it heals for. They're gonna nerf that in like two patches, I feel I like. I think so too, yeah, because I was testing it out on a PTS and I did not need to heal myself at all. And like me as a Nightblade yeah. with my with my Soul Swallow and that ring on, I don't, I don't need to do anything. <laughs> like my health was constantly at 80 to 100%. There's nothing I needed to do. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, uh, that definitely sounds like something that has, like, a lot of nerf, nerf potential. <laughs> nerf potential is the nice way. I'm going to say nerf bait. Because look what they did with Thrassians and the vampire builds after the vampire. They basically made it so that I don't even, as a PV ear partial meta monkey, I don't even want to touch vampire anymore. Like, it was so exciting. I'm still vampire. Like, it has but... its utility. The only reason I'm vampire is because I actually like the ultimate. Yeah, the and ultimate's fun. I like the ability to be able to run while sneaking. Yeah, I do miss that. And there's like, those you know. Those are the only two reasons. If it wasn't for those, I would not be vampire anymore. I just, uh. Mechanically speaking, I can't dig it for it. Like, the way it was before was boring. But it was great for tanks and healers. And Deathless yeah. was cheesy to help you get through like arena content. Yeah. And then they changed it and they gave it the makeover that Werewolf got. And it was really strong. Blood for Blood was insane. It was all reward, very minimal re risk. And now they made it all risk, no reward. It's like they can't, they can't decide what they want to do. It's either one way or the other. <laughs> so... We'll see. Maybe they might do some more vampire adjusting and it will become like werewolf is in a good spot. I feel like I feel like it's a little strong in PVP, but PVE it wise, it's an OK spot. Werewolf is crazy strong. Every time I'm doing battlegrounds and I see a werewolf, I'm like, oh boy. All right. Knock back, trap him like crazy at the dots and now kill, 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 kill. <laughs> and they heal for so much. Oh, my goodness. Their so healing crazy. is insane. There's so many times where I think like, yes, yes, I've got him. Yes. And then, no. Nope. Awoo. Awoo. Never mind. Let's Awoo. start over again. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Awoo. Notice is your squish. I'm going to kill you now. <laughs> Awoo, woo. Awoo, Pretty much. Yeah. That's, uh, that's werewolf in a nutshell. So game is good, though. And update mm -hmm. could be even better. Yeah. We could still have our grievances. <laughs> and we are uh, talking about a little bit story, no spoilers, but we are getting some of our favorite characters back. If you did the original, the way, way base game original vampire storyline, you're going to love this expansion. <laughs> Definitely make sure you guys do. Like, Riven even Spire. before you touch, even before you touch Graymore, do Rivenspire. Even uh -huh. if it's like, okay, so for those of you who know the old school order where it's Bankerai, then blah blah way rest, and then Alakir, and then Rivenspire, and then no, not Bankerai. I mean, don't listen to sound. She's going completely the opposite direction right now. But yeah, whatever. Was... <laughs> listen, I'm packed, so I know the packed order better. So, <laughs> like the DC order was, I think it was, um, Glenumbra. That... Well, first yeah, Glenumbra. Then Stress it Mackay. was yeah. 
yeah um depends you can do whichever one first really but, but then it's um oh betnik betnik i forgot about betnik but cool. then you've also got um after you've done those um it's um, stormhaven is it stormhaven or glenumbra after glenumbra it's stormhaven okay after glenumbra it's stormhaven and then i think it's rivenspire then bankarai and then alakir if i remember i thought it was correctly. alakir i thought bankarai was the last one then no alakir is the last one okay I know that because I always dreaded it. It's always like, oh great, now I have to do Alakir. Um, Alakir was the last one. Bankrai was always my favorite zone. Bankrai and Rivenspire. Bankrai, I, I honestly went back through and did it again. And there was a quest I didn't even remember doing. And going back through it was pretty cool. Like, just going back through in general and brushing mm -hmm. up. Um, except for Dominion zones, they can... Go kick rocks. <laughs> They're pain in the butt to navigate. So sorry, Dominion. Oh but... goodness, no, it's true. I I started with Dominion originally back in beta. It was such a pain to navigate. There's like uh, trees and whatnot everywhere, and you can't get past there because there's this there. And just no. Yeah, there's um, a big big no. <laughs> but yeah, um, before Graymore, I would definitely recommend doing Rivenspire. And also, I don't know about this one yet, but it might be worth redoing Bankrai because Bankrai has a reach problem. And with Markarth, we're obviously going back to the Reach. So that might tie Ooh. in with that. True. So, ideas, guys. You know, brush up on your lore. Mm -hmm. Even if you read the cliff notes on uh, the wikis out there. The I, think even if you're, <laughs> I think even if you're not a huge lore nerd, though, um, the stories are just going to be more enjoyable and you're just gonna understand things more if you have like the basis of Rivenspire. You don't even you need to read more. the books. Like Code has been going through playing through story and stuff like that. He doesn't read the books, but he definitely listens the to the talk the talk. Yeah, so. same. I just listen to the talk. I don't read the books. Unless the book is about the Durini. <laughs> then I read I I want that Durini chapter or expansion to Give me that would something. Be, I think they're afraid to touch it, to be honest, because it's uh, it's such a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna wait for uh, Todd Howard's team to do something with it first before they touch it in ESO, which is fair. <laughs> I so, want it. Skimmy. We, we all want it, but the fact that they did elsewhere was that phenomenal. was really cool. That was really really cool yeah they've been pretty bold and brash and not belong in the trash with uh their options with <laughs> where they're exploring so that's been great mm -hmm. zero complaint i have like in terms of like the way that they've been handling the lore i love how they re adjusted things like they didn't totally retcon it they they made it better writing i guess it's the best way to go with it because it's still the at the heart, it's still all Tess stuff. So, mm -hmm. yep. And another thing that we're gonna be getting soon are like all of these events that are coming up now. Oh yeah. So they've been um, talking about something called Tamriel Together, which is a really cool thing where they basically want you to share your story, um, on on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Like if you meeting friends or hanging out with them, what you do, how maybe Tamriel ESO has changed your life a little bit. Like, you know, mm -hmm. 
I kind of sort of met my fiance in ESL, so that's a little bit life changing. Thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wee bit. And the prizes for it are actually really cool. So um, it says enter the sweepstakes. Time Real Together kicks off with a brand new sweepstakes that gives you a chance to win win a host of in-game prizes, including this one's really cool. A house guest and statue made in your likeness. <gasps> Whoa, that's wow! They slid that right? one on under us. That is so cool. And then you can also get concert collectible packs such as pets, mounts, and houses, crown crates, and more. I really, really like the house guest and statue made in your likeness. That is so so cool. Yes. I wonder if that means they're gonna make one after our character, or if we like get to choose what we want. Like if I get to like have my own personal Naru or Jakarn in my house, basically. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> right, everybody's dream. <laughs> Not complaining. Like honestly, like ESO is a bisexual nightmare with everybody in every DLC all the time. <laughs> it's just like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. How you doing? <laughs> hey. But you know, there we are. So um, enter the sweepstakes, get your statue on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then we're right now we're in the last stretches of Skyrim, which by the way, GG, you guys. We unlocked the house today. So we got we've got the face body markings, we got the Orchid, Veil Fawn, Pet, we have an Antiquarian, our very first Antiquarian for free. Mm -hmm. And, no, wait, not Antiquarian, NPC, but it's an Antiquarian. It's a house guest NPC Antiquarian, um, which we got for free, which I think is really cool. And we got a brand new house. So this is only going to be available to those people who actually have Greymore. So if you haven't got Greymore yet, it is on sale currently and some streams uh, sometimes do some giveaways so you can have a look around there but yeah definitely that has been reached we've dug all the holes in tamriel <laughs> now we gotta film back and, up yeah now we gotta film back up <laughs> and we received a house from it and it's really really cool so be sure to go in the crown store it's actually available right now be sure to go in the crown store and claim that and if you're on pc remember that you're um, ESO is account-wide and not server-wide, so you can claim the house on both PCNA and PCEU. Which is great for if you want to decorate on both sides of the fence mm -hmm. and get two distinct looks out of the same house, you know. Yeah. I always encourage getting it on both servers anyways, because you never know. You never know if one day you're like, hey, I want to switch to EU, or hey, I want to challenge myself and do housing on EU, like I said, which I regret, but, you know. No, here <laughs> we are. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's happening right now until the 5th, so three more days. And then after that, on October 22nd, we're going to have the Witches Festival. Finally. The next spoopy festival. How do you feel about the Witches Festival? It's probably like my top five favorite events, to be honest. It is a good one. It is. It's like one of the first events I think that they ever brought out. Um, they did a good so job with me, it. Yeah, and for me, it's like it's very nostalgic, so I like doing it. I like that um, they encourage players to do different types of content to collect a thon it too. Mm-hmm. So on all of these events, there's going to be um, three tickets a day that you can earn. 
um we are actually soon approaching the last indrick i feel um the red one is gonna be the last one i don't know when that's coming out yet i'm guessing it will come out with the witches festival so probably this year um by the end of the year it that's gonna be like our last indrick so if you are you know wanting to get that start racking up your tickets um and the witches festival will be like plunder skulls again so we're gonna get some um outfit things there's and there's two types there's plunder skulls and dramora plunder skulls we yeah might, we don't know if we're getting anything new from the but the last two events they they added dramora motif on top of the hollow jack which was really cool with somerset when they added that because then mm -hmm. it encouraged to get dramora plunder skulls and get dramora pieces you had to do different types of activities to get different types of motif like helm and shoulders from this uh weapons from this blah 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 so it, there was a lot of people doing more trials there was a lot of people doing like just more dungeons and stuff like that and it was really great to have that carrot on the stick so i'm curious to see if they're gonna release a new spoopy outfit or not i kind of hope they do because that was a lot of fun and i'm a big like for example, I've collected everything <laughs> that there is to collect from the witches' festivals. You know. Oh yeah, they released so... the weird, the weird, the the weird stuff too, with the crow feathers. Oh, that was last year. Yeah. Yeah, totally forgot about that last year. Oops. <laughs> yeah, and that was a really cool way because you use treasure maps to find the pieces to dig it mm -hmm. up, which was kind of like that a was hint. really cool. Yeah, I really loved that the way they did that. Even though I'm not a big fan of treasure hunting, so even mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, because it was really cool because when you found it, the area was all weird and creepy. It was all creepy. purpley and yeah. light up and creepy and foggy and all that. It was so cool. Um, and after that, we are getting the Undaunted Celebration, which will start November 25th. No Rothgar oh. Celebration, though. No, no Rothgar Celebration, it seems. I'm not a big fan of the Undaunted. I don't like doing dungeons in general. Like, I... I uh, I like it, but I don't like it. I have like a love-hate relationship with it. So an event where I'm basically required to do them back to back, I'm like, no, thank you. <laughs> Just do them with friends. Easy. Done. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, there you go. And then we have Do Life Festival. That that one's always a good one. But like by the time it comes around, I'm usually a little burnt and I don't so grind it as hard. Out. Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say now festivals are all good and fun and there's always really cool rewards and achievements that you can get from them but don't grind them every single day if you're starting to feel burned out mm -hmm. like enjoy the festival don't grind it because what you're looking at is if you force yourself to grind it even though you feel yourself you know getting to that burnout phase is afterwards you're gonna basically drop the game for three plus months and you're not really gonna be able to reap the rewards that you got you know and that's just sad so don't don't burn yourself out um i know that tickets are a big thing everybody wants their tickets everybody wants all the cool um little outfits and motifs but if you're in a guild bank in a community guild or something like that a lot of people will just um put the um motifs in the guild bank because they're not even worth that that much especially not during the events so you can usually get those motives for really cheap if that's why you're grinding and yeah just don't burn yourself out it is not worth it 
It, I mean, I was feeling burnout with the lost treasures here. I mean, it doesn't help that I've been working 50 hour work weeks, but you know, <laughs> let's not jump into that. Um, the uh, So like the past three days, I haven't got my tickets. I got my whole outfit. I've not been really grinding for the green Indrik, so there's really not much else. Look at this event and tell yourself, what do you really want out of it? Yep. And what can you get with gold later or trade with friends? Yep, and then exactly. if, if you're done with it, great. Don't feel pressured. Your time is your time and it is precious and limited. So enjoy it while you have it. <laughs> I think during this event, I got tickets twice because I was almost ready full on tickets. Like I'm full now. I've got 10 tickets and there's nothing I want because I haven't been really too interested in the outfit that there's there this time. And I'm not interested in the green injury either. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to sit this event out. At least yeah, I, I dug. Don't worry. I did my digging. Oh, yeah. Did <laughs> tons I did of digging. my promotion. <laughs> did tons of digging. Wasn't there, was there any housing stuff off the impresario this event? Not this event. No, last event we got um, all the imperial furniture that's usually on the crown store, which I found really, really cool. Yeah, that was cool. I picked up the brazier. I picked up two braziers actually last event, and then I yeah, I picked and I picked up the fancy bed, even though they weren't the best value for ticket to crown price from buying it directly in the store. But I was mm -hmm. just like, this is free, and I don't have crowns mm -hmm. all the time. So yeah, there's that. I I don't like that bed too much because I I have a thing. If I have a bed and I put it down in my house, I want to be able to get on it. And you can't get on the canopy beds. Uh, I'd rather have bothers me. I went with the rule of cool and aesthetic over the, <laughs> the rule of function. Practicality, function, yeah. yeah. Um, so. However, what I did do is I got all those furniture from the last impresario and I furnished an in-room with it just to show that, you know, from one whole thing, you could just furnish a small room, which is really cool. That's true. Like they they've been really good at the what the variety of stuff on the impresario as well too. So I have not been complaining too much with that. So other than I'm really tired of Indrex. Uh, other than well, I do know during the new life or the new year event whenever they do that, they usually rehash all the Indrex throughout the year, and I missed out on getting mm -hmm. the Transrite Indrex. So I'm probably gonna get that, the Frost Breath. Yeah, I got that just on the like last thing, but I did get it. I missed one feather, so I need to get it. So hopefully I can. It's so good. It's so pretty. It's so pretty and it says trans rights, so I got to mm -hmm. get it. <laughs> it does. But yeah, Nila Festival is on the 17th. Now, I want to quickly go back to Witches Festival. That also means that we are going to be able to purchase the Witches Cottage again. Oh my God, the best small house you'll ever get your hands on. I have never gotten it yet. What? You're like I have a housing mancer man. I have helped people get it every single year, but I've never gotten it myself. All right. It's highly illegal that you don't have it. If you don't get it this year, I'm going to like throw shoes at you across the ocean. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. It's on recording now. <laughs> You got proof. <laughs> it's been it's been proofed and probably clipped at this point, but <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. So we definitely got the witch's cottage. I've been using mine as storage. To be fair, I'm a really bad housing person. You know been... what? No, that's fair. Um, did you spend real life crowns on it? 
no, I spent gold, so. Well, there you go. Then that's fine. I think if you, everybody who furnishes, whether it's big or small, has a storage home. And if you don't get one, it will be a life changer. Um, also, I'm way more pro <laughs> using the houses that you bought with gold or the houses that you got for free as storage homes rather than doing what I did and um, buying, you know, the princely Donlai Palace for $100 and Ugh. then using that as your storage oh. home. Why? I couldn't get inspired for it. It's such it a was, great piece, though. It's such a... It is. It's a really good piece. Really good piece. You can but turn I, it in, turn it into a wedding hall. And I was so inspired at first, but I couldn't get any of the the furniture I wanted because I was poor and then I was like well <laughs> I need a storage home <laughs> I'm terrible don't do what I did okay yeah, don't, don't be Luna and buy a hundred dollar <laughs> storage home and don't be sound and buy a hundred dollars storage home from QuakeCon so you know <laughs> I got the still waters I still haven't decorated it but that's just because I haven't had time or inspiration to figure out what I want to do with it like I know oh, what I want to do. Oh, but is such a good house. You'll be able to do something with it for sure. Yeah, I know. I I vaguely know what I want to do. I I just don't know if there's pieces for it. See, I haven't gotten um, I haven't gotten still waters because I don't know what I want to do with it, and I have enough houses right now, and. And they have more um, houses coming out. Like they have like that really <laughs> cool, like weird Daedricky plane one with purple. Shaladors. Yes. Shaladors realm. Yep. I. I really want that. It looks really good. And the Nimbus Cloud that's in the crown um crown crates right now. To... It's gonna be so good. Yeah, I have it... three Nimbus clouds. I have a problem. I want more. <laughs> yeah. But they're good, so they're worth getting. Yeah. I wish I got more of the firefly the, the firefly things when they had those out, because that oh, plus the Nimbus same. clouds would look cool. Like if you layered them together. Yes, same. It's a look. <laughs> I think, aren't there blue ones that you can get from the crown store, though? I am not entirely too sure. I don't live in the crown store. <laughs> when you do housing, you usually tend to have a certain idea of what's in the crown store. <laughs> it kind of goes I hand in hand. I actually really good tip. A really good tip to learn how to house or to at least learn what items are available to you is to look in a crown store. Um, in, because in the housing town? Yeah, because 90% of the things that you can get from the crown store, you can get in-game, craft in-game as well. And also remember the um, achievement vendors, because they have some really cool things. And the general home good vendors, too. I've been doing that. Like, I usually go to achievement vendors and go, oh, this looks cool, and I need to fill a corner. Let's just mm -hmm. shove this in here. There you go. And so also antiquities now. I actually got the sixth um, house... Uh, table today the round table it has like gold oh, and, so and lights and stuff it's so good yeah and then the tusks of the the those are good archways if you have like a nordic or, or orcish or like savage looking style yeah i put that in my forge master falls see that's another one i need to finish right now i need to finish the vampire house the forge master falls and now the antiquarians alpine gallery which you can get right now in the crown store for free go get it if you haven't already hey uh and can you tell the people, can you get it if you don't have Greymore and buy Greymore now? Buy Greymore now. It is on sale, I think 50% mm -hmm. on sale. 
let me see. If you don't have any of the Greymore right now, like if you don't own ESO at all right now, Greymore Standard Edition costs $30 and Collector's Edition $40. If you already have ESO, you only need to upgrade. Be sure to only upgrade if yep. you already have ESO. And there, the normal digital will cost you $20 and the Collector's $25. Yep. So it's really worth getting the... Um, digital collectors upgrade right now because it's only 25 and you can still get those that house the mm -hmm. the deer and the tattoos if you get it while we're still wrapping up this within treasure. the next 13 days yeah 13 uh, days 13 so days if you don't have it now go ahead get it while it's on sale enjoy the storyline get ready for mark hearth and meet us there for the rest of this the the finale of the story so yes and remember um mark mark hearth and any other dlcs are always included in the eso plus and that's 15 bucks a month they give you the crowns back on that purchase so you can buy more of the pretty aesthetics uh -huh. no pay to win features here just pure aesthetics <laughs> i mean to be fair you get 1650 crowns with the um eso plus right mm -hmm. if and it's 15 dollars a month right I think um for fifteen dollars you get a thousand five hundred crowns and so all the you DLC. Get... and the old chapters become dlc so you'll have access to somerset vardenfell and elsewhere with eso plus mm -hmm. exactly yeah but what i'm saying um what i was trying to say is that um with eso plus you get six uh, one thousand six hundred fifty crowns if you just buy the crowns it's fifteen dollars so same price as eso plus Mm -hmm. And you only get 1,500 crowns. True. So it's well worth getting ESO Plus if you're thinking about, you know, spending some money on crowns anyways. I mean, I, I, went nuts I went nuts during QuakeCon this year. I bought the big full package because I had the best dollar to crown point. And that's how mm -hmm. I was able to get still waters and then like a bunch of crates so I could get the purple pony. Yeah, um, that's actually, I think... I made that suggestion on my YouTube videos recently. If you yeah. buy, like, if there's a house that you're wanting to get and you don't want to spend, like, crowns and ESO Plus, you can always get, like, a year worth of ESO Plus and you get all of the crowns immediately. Mm -hmm. So you'll, you'll be able to get that new house with the crowns you get from ESO Plus. If you know this is the house that you want and there's no yep. houses. Because they've been pretty good about teasing us ahead of time the house the housing schedule i feel fairly mm -hmm. fairly fairly nice I, I don't think they have any other they might have like a, a holiday house we know we might the snow globe's gonna get re come back so definitely but, uh, new life festival it's gonna be back for sure but you know like certain houses like the Merkmeyer one we don't know when that comes back no or... usually the big houses come back once sometimes twice a year but yeah or they try to tie it in with a an event or holiday mm -hmm. that's themed around it. Yeah, like they did with the um, this month actually, we're getting the Wraith Home back, mm -hmm. um, which is like, wow, what's that place called? Crypt of Hearts. Crypt of Hearts. Thank you. Yeah, the back room of that looks exactly like Crypt of Hearts. So if you've ever been in Crypt of Hearts and thought to yourself, oh my, wouldn't it be so nice to have a house like this? You can. It exists. <laughs> The real question is, when are they going to re-release the Dark Brotherhood one? I haven't seen that one in a hot minute. That's a really big and cool house piece to work with. 
Did they release it this year? No. I don't think no, they did. I haven't oh. seen it. So. They might during the Undaunted celebration. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe November. If not, I, it'll probably be next year. Yeah. They have enough houses that they can be choosy and rotate. Mm-hmm. And then they keep <laughs> making too. new houses. And it also yeah. impacts the whole, like, these are limited time kind of thing. So. Yeah. It, it, I think it takes the pressure off a little bit. Um, that you know that sooner or later they'll come back. You know, so if there's this house that you really want, but you really can't right now, just wait for it. Be patient. It'll come back. Or maybe there might be a house that, like, when you do have the money and it's time, and a there's a new house, house coming out, it'll, it'll be there. You'll find, they, they always try to play on the different aesthetics that exist in the game. So if you know you like a certain lore or a different look, it'll be there. Luna is unfortunate because this is a Skyrim expansion and everything's vampires and snow. <laughs> sounds like you know they wanted my money (laughs) they wanted all of her money whereas like when Merkmeyer came out i was like great because i'm all about argonians and dark elves (laughs) so like the telgadon which is on a different account so i don't even get to play with it that much (laughs) see i did that once i did that once i got um the amara lake watch which is thankfully still in game and available for gold but I got that for Fonzie with crowns oh, initially when it came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, should have gotten it for myself. <laughs> should have just got it for myself. Oh well. Oh well. It's all right. Eventually, I'll get it. This maybe is fine. someday. This is <laughs> it's fine. fine. <laughs> I love how we've derailed into housing. By the way. Yeah, this I'm is okay the, the, this. the last half hour of the, the podcast is just housing, which just goes to show ESO has a poop ton of content. And yeah, Luna likes housing. A little bit. Luna has a YouTube where you can watch housing news updates as well, too. So definitely give that a yep. check out. I'm trying to be more consistent with it. Don't yell at me. If you like her <laughs> videos more and comment on it, it might encourage her to do it. <laughs> click that bell icon yeah it's your girl luna here <laughs> <laughs> gotta do the I plugs was just trying to make me work more now just, just gotta do, more do YouTube the plugs. videos dang it <laughs> gotta do the plugs <laughs> whereas like i'm perfectly happy with not doing youtube content <laughs> we're just doing the podcast <laughs> that's that's the podcast teasers Podcast but you've teaser. been doing some, didn't you do some uh, build videos on YouTube? Like I have, some... yes. So I do have builds and they're on our website that we have together as a community. Nest, the nest dot live. Ooh, our own URL. And I actually have my, I have uh, my build for my heavy attack stamina DK on there. And there's a YouTube yeah. video that kind of shows you the break, basic breakdown. If you are an audio visual learner you have that or if you're a reading visually kind of learner you have both options because i want to make sure that it is the most accessible build for you not to plug the build too much see you do youtube what are you talking about <laughs> yeah but you're I'm pro not... youtube no <laughs> no i'm casual youtube i don't get i don't get no youtube checks <laughs> Well, me neither. I don't think it is. I of think us. that will be a while until that ever happens, if that ever happens. 
But YouTube yeah. is hard. You have to do all the video editing. It's hard. I don't like video editing. I make fun so you do it. At least the discoverability <laughs> is better than, you know, most That's platforms. True. So as long as you know your, your audience and you can... Like, even if you're doing, like, a video, like, once every two weeks, you'll 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 grow and develop way faster on YouTube than any other social media platform. Go figure. <laughs> Discoverability <laughs> is everything. So. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit important. But, but this yeah, was I think, fun. Yeah, I think we covered everything. I think we actually did really good. We didn't derail too much this time. Nope, not that I much. I feel like... I feel like we should do real a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I feel so too. But uh, my name is Sound, sounding off. Sounds not straight on all social media platforms. If they exist, I steal that name. If you take it, I'll be mad at you. But go ahead, hit a follow on, I'm on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, whatever you want. Uh, we go over mostly video games and uh, angry personal opinions and cute birds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm Lunaromi, same here. You can find me as Lunaromi on every single platform. Um, usually it's lowercase l. Um, sometimes when it's taken, I'll take, you know, maybe a small, slight change. But so far, I've been lucky. I'm Lunaromi on Twitter, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Instagram, anywhere that exists. It's the same name. I do stream four times a week on the weekends mainly friday through monday and i also <laughs> try to upload a youtube video here and there so be sure you know if you maybe like me i don't know want to hear more of me come hang out sometime thank you so much for listening in and we'll catch you next time on last week geek where we catch up and uh talk about stuff that's happened and stuff that's coming so listen to us on your favorite podcast station anytime, anywhere that's convenient for you or on anchor.fm where if you're interested in making your own podcast, it's a simple click upload. They even have editing software built into the website and then they do all the upload on all the different platforms for you on just one click and go. No need to retype everything out, re-upload branding. They do all of that for you. Easy as that. Kind of awesome. <laughs> but we'll catch you next time thank you for always being with us here on last week geek <laughs>